UL cases per month. Per month. Uh. And, and I you think that I'm earning a lot. The uh. answer is no. Uh. First two months, I am the only specialist helping the whole platform. I train everyone. Alright? Because there's a direction now. But I am on bonus! <laughs> I am on bonus, not calm! <laughs> Alright? So that's why. Uh, but because my, my very old boss is a very nice boss, uh, my boss said, Andrew, don't work so hard, it's okay, no? Oh, meaning I must work harder. <laughs> so I keep on working harder and harder and harder just to deliver results to help my boss shine. Alright, so that's why even I need to work until 1am, I am still at the customer's place. Alright, so, but if you ask me throughout the whole journey from agency to FAs into the premier PPC, which is one level higher than premier priority, alright, all these successes that I, I have garnered, right, if I were to tell you, it's this nice success, it's very important, alright? Because the things that we learn day in, day out might only contribute to one or two, one or two or three boxes only. So we need to start to relook, alright? We look at our skills, alright? Because whatever that you do, whatever that we react, whatever that you say, will channel to few outcomes. Are these outcomes helping you or trying to push you away from success? Rethink again. Right? I always also say to a lot of mentees that I train, I also train some friends outside. There's one friend who came to me and telling me that, hey, bro, I'm going to be kicked out of one of the bank really. Uh, I tried my very best, I couldn't even close one case. Frankly speaking, I don't know how my this friend got into into that PPC segment of one bank without any insurance knowledge, alright, and he gotten that role. So he told me, he showed me the 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 ranking, uh, ranking uh, is really at the last. Uh. Oh, I made him, I drink that coffee, I was okay. Uh. <laughs> alright, so I actually taught him some of the skills that I do. Guess what? Within six months, he managed to close a case, if I don't remember wrongly, eight case. Six, six months. That actually floated him up to to very sustainable place with a good revenue inception. And then after another few months that I happened to bump into him with one of our previous boss, uh, son's wedding, right? He told me some good news. Made a guess. Within such a short period of time, how many UL closed the car successes that he received? 26 UL cases close. A minimal drop. <laughs> and it landed him to be the top within his entire organization. Yes. So if you if you try it, you realize that you will also gain success. And to you is even more important why. How many high network customer or ultra network customer you are able to meet in one month. Not many, right? Which also means that your skills must be very sharp. So that when you take up, it is a chainsaw instead of a new cutter. Aya, aya, cannot cut the carrot. Alright? So you want to make sure that you take up chainsaw, not new cutter. Alright? When you meet a good network customer sitting in front of you. Alright? So that's why, what are these nice success ingredients? One, knowledge of matters. 
in today's topic that we are talking about legacy planning provision, what do you talk about when you are bringing on this topic of provision? Right? Do you have database? You know, uh, in order to go on automation uh, and all these AI artificial inference, they are also relying a lot of data. Alright, now my question back to you is, do you have all this database of conversation points for you to latch on, to bring across the topic about the why legacy and why is it so important for you, Mr. Tan? Alright, next thing. AIA train you very well on product knowledge. Alright? That is given. Given. Alright? And when we talk about product, right, I also talk a lot about mentees. Yeah. There's no best product in the market. There is no best product. Agree? If there is a best product, I don't even need you to be here. <laughs> Agree? Because it's auto sales. I can open up, oh, yeah, wait, don't, wait, wait, Q, 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 <laughs> promotion like, <laughs> right. So, why sometimes customers also, also are doubtful, all right, I want the best product. I also tell them upfront, why? Today, if I'm able to customize a superb product, especially for you, you know, in Chinese, there's a term called 为你打造的产品, <laughs> specially crafted for you. These features can help you beautify your whole world. And these features, because of one feature, two feature, three feature, four, five, and six, are all what you need. It's only for you, yeah. It's not applicable for this person. Yeah? So can I put on the shelf to sell? I can't. So, and also because I get so much resources at the back to just create one product for you, I also need to earn, right? They also need to mark up. So, Mr. Tan, when you are trying to buy a product that is specially for you, that's the best product. I'm sorry, maybe for the $6 or $8 that you come out, I need to check up to $10. You're using $10 to buy a $6 to $8 product. Is that going to be attractive for you? No, right? Exactly. So that's the reason why, right? There's no best product in the market, and there's a reason why every review of our holdings are important. Every product will have a six to eight features. We may not need everything. Maybe two to three features can fit in very well in your whole portfolio, all right? And analyze how it can help us along the way. And that's why Tumblr review is to see how your profile changes, how your situation changes. We, we make use of different products to help us to make our, our whole provisioning pattern years to come, all right? At Tumblr review. All right, so that's why Alright, these two are important. Story packet is also very, very important. Mr. Tan, legacy planning is very important. It helps you to, to actually make sure that what you leave behind is certain. That's the reason why we have we have a good instruments right that many people are looking at, right, to help them to effectively do a good wealth transfer proposition or benefits. Is it too fast? Is it something is missing in between? Did you quote relevant example that I see it, I self-realize? Alright, why do I want to believe in what you say? Have you thought about my what I see in my life? My what I see in my life might not be what you see in your life, no? <laughs> Have you quote 
relevant example to me. If today I'm only running a small business, a very small business only, huh? you tell me Jojo Amani legacy planning is not well planned. You tell me, wow, Tower, whatever. You know what a lot of my customers in the past say to me? I won't be there, lah. so not, not to worry. Lah. That one is their problem because I'm not that rich at the end of the day. <laughs> so whatever examples that you try to quote need not be super high net worth examples. But more importantly, it must be example that is more relevant in bite size that they do agree on as well. Relevant. All right? So you need to use examples to share. That's why the impact 30 is very important. It infuses the current examples. All right? So, is this important? Presentation style and skills. Okay, for me, uh, my English, I always say it's private limited. Uh. <laughs> I, I, I'm not someone who is actually very, very good in my language. Uh. All right? That sets me off in the skill maybe five to six times away from my success. But I don't know why, right? I think, I think because of this lack of this proficiency in certain language, right? Uh, efficiency, right? That actually triggers me to be very strong in another area. My psychic skills. I know what the customer is thinking every time they answer me something that I throw to them. That's why most of my closure are on the spot closure. So psychic skills, later I will talk more about it, it's very, very important to observe in your sales appointment. If you want to see strong success and you want every appointment to become very strong and meaningful. But we need to agree that not everyone understands things as we want them to understand. Because everyone are different. Alright? Some of them prefer to be just listening. Some of them like visual. Some of them are a combination of both. So that's the reason why in sales department, sometimes if you don't shift attention from the customer towards your, your whole facial, facial uh, viewer, customer will start to actually see you as salesy. You are just trying to sell me something. So that's the reason why in this course, I will also display to you how I present in a moment through diagrams. I don't like to show just marketing control. Why? Because when you show everything up front, they will start to actually see and have their own assumption inside already. Eh? I see everything. I know what you're going to sell to me. I stop myself from listening to you, but you don't know. And I, in a way, eh, I shut out my ears, I only see your mouth keep on moving and moving and moving and moving and moving and moving, 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 moving. Then when you come to a close, uh, I see. You understand what everyone? Because you keep on talking and 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 talking. And then you're just trying to sell something. So you need to actually shift and digress the customer's attention away. That makes me helps. That really helps me to connect with the customer even better and customers unknowingly fall into the trap that I set for them. Okay, uh, psychic, uh, I want you all to really focus on the psychic skills that I'm going to train you in this session. Uh. Alright, so remember that. Okay, so 
This one, I want you guys to put a lot of stars over here. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. This is super important. Ten stars we do, uh, not too much. Uh. <laughs> Alright. If anyone here is a team manager or a group agency managers, okay, uh, important. Uh, this part is very important. If you are trying to train your agents, your staff, or if yourself who wants to actually improve your successes in appointments. Think back and review. Hey, customer give you this option, hey, how to handle? Maybe it is not the objection handling that goes wrong. It may not be the objection handling that goes wrong. Right. Do you believe that objections is what we gave to ourselves? Because of certain things that we didn't do at front. That triggers the objection raised at us. And at the back, we only try to handle objection. Imagine uh, as a customer, think, think through as a customer right now, uh, not as an agent, not as an advisor. Uh, today, when someone tries to sell you something and yet you realize that this person holds the agent name card, and you know there's a fear internally, and you just want to throw in objection. And then the agent tries to handle your objection. Is that trying to actually compete with you? Would you hear entirely and listen to his reasoning? What is the percentage of digesting that reasoning? It's very minimal over here. I'd rather to put more emphasis on the whole construct at the front. So the customer self-internalize, hey, you got a point there. Oh yeah, I haven't thought about that. Wow, your insight is what I also want to know. I've been puzzling on all these things. Eh, actually it's quite, it's something that is very alarming. Eh, yeah, how come my other banks are not telling me? Oh, you got a point there. All these objections will never come out. That's why, objectioning handling costs, uh, causes, all right, are important, are good. But you need to start to think through what triggers that objection instead of just learning how to handle objections? Later, I'll prove to you why. <laughs> Alright, so that's why the sequence of content release is important. What customers should know? Are you jumping too fast? Point one, jump to point three, jump to closure, pop! But does customer agree with you that statement of closing? Did you miss out that one point one? 1.1.3 to bring customer to understand, hey, this point is relatively important. That's why customers start to ask you other questions. Customers show interest, show interest in it already, right? That's why joint conclusion, right? That's why the sequence of content release is important. Whatever that you are preaching is not wrong, are not wrong, they are right. But however, is the sequence right? That's another thing that we need to observe, all right? I've elaborated a lot on psyche of customer already and the profile customer that we are meeting is very important. Alright? So, you need to start listening, alright? And you need to start paraphrasing back as well, not like a parrot, alright? But to also make customer know the points that you want to dwell on, alright? Body language. At the end of these two and a half days course, I will also teach you a body language that I realize that is very important for me uh, when I meet the customer first time. Alright, how do I make customer comfortable with me and tell me where all the funds are like? Can you imagine that in the appointment, 
it is so tough for me because you know what? RM will not give you customers that they want. RM will only give you customers that they do not want. Which there's not a lot of money inside because you are taking a week, you are AUM into insurance, lock out into insurance, they don't want you to lock out their money. So I have to have this provision to make customers tell me where the money is set up outside OCPC Bank. Alright, so how do you ask these kind of questions and how do I get my type 1 FA done? Most of the time. You know, I'm able to uncover lots of money seated in DBS, seated in UOB, seated everywhere, private bank, seated with whose account, check with who, everything tell me. Alright, so the RM was very happy. I never even bothered to touch your AUM, right? I bring in more money into OC, and with that, right, you have more money to work on on your investment as well. Why not? Alright, so that's why body language is important when you are asking sensitive questions like this. Hey, where are your money sitting at? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, 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 the kind of feeling uh, the customer will feel. Uh, Alright, so that's why if you are able to do all of these things right, you realize that you are able to connect and play around in that kind of game when you are meeting customer. If you ask me, everyone are important. Right, so that's why today if our team manager, over here, everything has a upon 10, upon 10, upon 10, upon 10, upon 10 grades, right? Sometimes we ourselves as individual, as a producer, we are also over focusing on product only, product only, product only, everything about product, but the rest of the thing, we do not have the skill, we realize that we cannot perform very well in the, when meeting customer. I need to make 20, 30, 40 customers just to close one case. All right, then it is not going to be effective and efficient. So that's why we need to also look at other areas of improvement as well. Okay, everyone, eh? so this is what I put together, all right, that I think that I reflect on my own. I am the problem, not the product. Okay, agree everyone? Okay, we need to self-improve for ourselves, not for anyone, eh? because we want to be up there. Okay, so, ah, okay, how to sell intangible needs because legacy planning is more towards the intangible okay this is just a a, a general snapshot i think is it inside your, your booklet no. ah, because we in our later class we actually add in this to let you see the whole field where we are trying to bring you to all right first of all we need customers to give us their time agree we also need to put an effort to talk about a why me why it's important to sit down and discuss. All right, so this part, the buy-in is important so that customer will give you that half an hour, one hour session, all right? Then, when we talk about legacy planning point, right, these are three clothes that trigger, three triggers uh, that is important in the entire framework, all right? The emotional close, the logical close, and the original close. Alright, so why emotional close? Because we want to create a new intent. A new intent in their entire life. <laughs> Alright, without a conversation here, I, why do I need to do more? Why do I need to do more than what I've done? Alright, so I need to create an intent. Logical close, you need to actually talk about something that is actually not, not very, very, uh, how do I put it? not very airy fairy kind of things and must be something that has substance 
to let me see that, hey, actually you got a problem. Not just on the emotional close and also logical close. And then the arrangement is one, another thing. All right. So a lot of customers thought that having a will is called legacy planning. All right. So that's the reason why we want to educate customers know that is just one small part of the entire process. All right. So if you do it well over here, it will trigger customer realization over here, right? That okay. Planning is important. Asset liquidity is critical. It's very urgent to plan right now. And how can I remain in control? Because in life is about control. We work so hard. We want to be in control of our life, right? All right. We want to be given an option. All right. So what are what are the consideration on tangible and intangible assets? Other considerations that we need to take in consideration. How can I? Do, what can I do to reinforce my objective empire that I built up? What can I do? And that's the reason why your solution comes in nicely over here at the back. And then your mode of funding comes right at the back. Mode of funding means that how do you want to go about funding these objectives? It can be single pay, it can be single pay with financing, it can be multiple pay. Multi pay. Alright? Why I purposely put it in at the last part is because very simply. In the past, when the bankers tried to sell you out, in the past, what was the interest rate? Very low, right? They tried to actually make it oh, so sexy with the credit rate on the underlying portfolio you out, actually with a loan rate of less than 2%, positive carry trade, all right? So although there's outflow by your AUM your your, in your policy also goes up by the over each percent per annum, Right. With that, you earn a positive credit rate, and yet the interest is only by the way. But come these days, this time, a lot of banks are also realizing it's so difficult to sell you out through financing, and many of them do not want multi-pay solution. Why? You think now you are not agent, ah? You are all bankers, ah? I think, ah, as banker, ah, if your target is so high. And you're going to do multi-pay. And multi-pay, maybe per year, 30,000 US dollars, the kind of revenue that you earn for the bank, is it going to help you to, to meet your monthly target? Very soon you'll be put into VIP, right? And out you go. And they want to close the full single pay. That's why typically multi-pay solution on the banking side, right? They know what's the thinking of the seller. Putting it on the shelf also doesn't help to drive that, 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 that bulk of it. So everyone still wants to do the single pay refinancing. So, which is why they have been accustomed to sell through ways like, oh, positive credit trade, nothing else. That's why in these days, this time, with interest rate rising to this level, 3-ish, 3.8 to 4%, they realize that, oh, customers are not seeing certain points anymore because you sell on the reason on the positive credit trade instead of the reason of why do you need to buy the assumption. Understand? Mm. I don't face this situation because I sell from the start all the way till now. It's based on the reason of the why the assumption is important to you. Okay? Mm. So that's why. Now, because in this in, in in this class, right, there's a huge variance of experience here, right? Ranging from pretty senior to very junior. Alright? It is important for all of us to come to certain uh, context and perspective and conclusion. What is legacy planning? Right. So, what is legacy planning? 
How is it different from legacy planning? Different to estate planning, all right? Legacy planning, estate planning, all right? And why? What can be my legacy, all right? All these important things that why they need to plan. I need you guys right to also right now maybe let's take the next three minutes to discuss in your own group table, eh? all right? To 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 share what is your understanding of these few considerations, all right? It is important so that I am able to carry on this class, alright? Because legacy to your context might not be legacy in another person's context, alright? So let's now uh, uh, do your sharing in your group and we will continue at the end of three minutes, alright? Start right now. Share, share. Alright, so. Adding on to the point of values, family values, I think, like just now he said about the, the study survey that's being done, that what matters most to this uh, uh, mass affluent and emerging affluent is uh, family. So, with that in mind, they want to leave something for the family. So, I think that's why legacy is important. I think adding on to what I said, right, is I think Chinese. Thing. I want to have a strong standard. Family support. Yeah, but without the family support, there's no family support. Family support. Family support. Family support. Family support.
Bagus lah. Oh, enggak. I 
think I am able to do a conclusion already because I still want, there's a lot more for me to share, so I can't afford too much time over here. All right, this exercise is there for a reason because, right, if all this while our conversation is just about money, 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 oh, legacy, oh, legacy, it's just about money, 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 your customer might not agree with you. You understand what I'm wrong? Three bases uh, have already put to one key point uh, that it is because of the love, that responsibility that I have right now. That's why I want to plan. This lady has actually brought up very good point. If you really go and construct and review what she has mentioned, why am I working so hard for? I know they including me, myself in the past, right, I work for OCBC Bank. My lunch is only one to two minutes eh, every day. Eh. My health went all the way down. I need to go into the hospital to actually do a scan of my stomach. I realized that there's a dinosaur growing inside. The dinosaur is out already. <laughs> all right, so for me, I want to actually build something, not just for myself, it's for my mom, who is dependent on me, my brothers who are also very dependent on me, I want to give them a, a decent head start, a decent comfort point in terms of what I can bring for my family. Alright, so just in case if one day I am pulled out of the whole equation, I know that certain provisions have already been set in. Alright, of course during lifetime, if I can, do something about it, I am willing to. But because of time, everything are chasing after the same portfolio of wealth and same portfolio of time, right? Too many things are chasing about, about my time. So that's the reason why I also feel that guilt there, that I didn't spend enough time for my family. So during weekends, if I have small pockets of time, I will bring my family out for good lunches and start to also chit-chat with them because I realize that everyone is always on the phone we are not communicating. And somehow we lost the, the skills of conversation. Suddenly I see you, you see me, hey, don't know what to talk. <laughs> Sometimes you feel that guilt within ourselves. Right? So that's exactly why I want you guys to also learn huh? legacy planning is not about the money first. Right? Legacy planning is about the heart. What happens? Take note, huh? Legacy planning is what happens to the survivors. Estate planning is what happens when you die. It's important for you to know how you want to dispose of your wealth, what the rules and percentages and all these things is important. But legacy planning goes beyond that. It's a higher spectrum that also and uh, that also clubs together with the estate planning. All right, that do you need to also think about this? What is going to happen to your spouse or so the survivor? Alright, scenario based. Have you wondered what happens when this thing happens? It, can this become a problem in the entire family? Should all these goals here or here? Alright, so if you ask me, legacy planning is a very meaningful topic that I always love to talk to a lot of customers. And I won't feel shame or I won't feel, yeah, it's about death, so maybe don't tell the customer. I won't do that. I, I, will, I will be very happy to share because. Customer want to learn. 
only if you are able to actually go past that barrier point. But what leads you to go past that barrier point is that impacted. If not, I will just treat you as a seller. Okay? So, uh, so that's the reason why we need to consider the feelings, constriction, intent, the belief and values. Okay? So, but then again, Andrew, alright? Okay, wait, what's the time right now? <laughs> Do you need a toilet break? Okay, let's. Five minutes? Can I? I don't have much time, so five minutes. Alright, thank you. See you later. <laughs>
and that one is very important to pay attention right so when things are really really very 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 important right i will highlight to you you put a lot of stars there because that is where you realize that your appointment goes to be tighter right so i already have plans a lot of issues policy i have already bought some ul's why do i need to have more right that's why over here the purpose that we have talked about it is important and that's the reason why you need to know why and why how much is your economical worth Today, when you pitch a UL or you pitch your protection plans, do you anyhow pluck up from Skype? Sometimes you need two hundred thousand. Do you anyhow pluck from Skype? You need one million. What is the basis? And customer is also listening to your basis, huh? Why did you propose five million and not one million? Why did you propose five million and not presenting me to a ten million? Today, when you pitch, oh, we start flying to Singapore. We have actually. Uh, Certain, certain proposal for you, I picked up one million for you. You know what the customer from offshore, the client in China, say to the RM? Huh? You want me to fly to Singapore to just listen to this one million dollar proposal? You know my time is worth so much more than just one million? At the end of the day, you want me to fly in and please present me a ten million dollar? Else the town is not well spent. Then Ari suddenly wake up. Oh yeah, actually Mr. Tan, yeah, I I wanted to show you 10 million as well. Right? So don't downsize your customer, alright? Because your customer might be worth more than what you are trying to present. Okay, I'll take note of that. Alright? So that's why you know right? I really may have a lot of plans. Alright? That's the reason why. How do you value a person? It's important. I am always able to sell up to the briefs and let the customer know the theory behind why the understanding the, the briefs of the, the, the knowledge, how much you need to cover up to. It is my responsibility to let you know because it's based on your current situation. But of course, having said that, it is still subjected to your affordability at this point in time. So my duty to let you know, my to let you know, but then we work backwards to see how much can you afford to also comfortably put aside for this objective. Right. So if I want to sell one UL above another UL, I also need to know if customer agree with his current existing UL or not. Agree? Then why do I need to actually buy another similar kind of UL again? Alright. That's why there are some there are some ex-colleagues who have left the bank and went to join certain FTs and they went to call back their, their clients, those that they have sold, and they told me one thing, Andrew, help me. I realized that those customers I went back to, to try to resell again, right, on the same plan, right, they start to tell me, that, hey, uh, Andrew, uh, I don't need any more, because you mentioned that just buy one plan alone will cover everything, right? <laughs> I want to know how they pitch us. Are you setting yourself into the trap by yourself? <laughs> what you presented. Alright. Then when I presented to him how I have presented, I see. Now I understand why you are able to sell and resell and resell. You are not being cornered by your own advisory. <laughs> Alright. So that's why there's a theory behind. We will be exploring this later part of tomorrow. Alright, to tell you how. That's why this this course is not easy to put together because it teaches you everything from the start all the way to the end. 
just accept of your form to leave. All right, probably you all should know, huh? okay? So, this, this concern is very valid, all right? And many of my customers need not be ultra level customer. I want to let you all know, huh? many of my 700 over cases of customer, right, need not be ultra high network. Don't think that your customers should be just looking at, oh, 30 million, 50 million, 100 million, no, huh? If your customer total AUM is actually 1 million or slightly lesser than 1 million in totality, can also close you out. Uh, I can tell you most of my successes uh, comes with the kind of um, frequency. Uh, it, it's not at the high level part. It's in between. Just in between. Uh. And these customers need, do not qualify to even be in prima private client. Uh. PPC is one level down private And these customers that are close to a lot of success need not even be in PPC level. It is this level. So it is not easy for bankers to also see this kind of customer here. Sometimes they also hope, oh yeah, there's a big carrot that walk in. <laughs> Alright. So that's the reason why it is important for us to also know that hey, when I want to tell you, don't just look at super big customer. Your high frequency deals may come in here. Alright. And good that you already have a lot of more funding over here. The bank does not have it. You have the multi-pay, you have the single pay, you also have financing facilities to help customers. You have all three good points for you to reach out to different level of customers. Alright, I will even share with you how I present the concepts to let customers realize that hey, financing can be something that you should really look into. Alright, so every point has its advantage. It's just how you use it. So I will display to you how I present in the public. Okay, so this part is valid. How do you make customers feel comfortable with taking up US dollar instead of a sing dollar policy? Uh, which Thomas will share with you a concept uh, tomorrow uh, on this. All right, your policy zero effect. This one is very important. No point uh, trying to let customers realize, uh, wow, dig the hole, right? Then at the end of the day, right, when you take out your PI, you do not know how to handle all this zero effect. Or if Worse still, you try to cover up the zero effect. When a customer go back to compare, this is a big amount of premium to be put in. It's a lot of money, right? They sure go and ask around. And they will sure go on the internet to do certain research. And when they do a research, you know what they find? They'll find one US article saying that, oh, there's one insurance company have this universal policy. Wow, over the years, right, over time, it goes down to the very, very minimum already. A lot of people are starting to complain about this universal policy. Eh? Advisor, you presented to me universal policy and you never tell me this thing. So who is saying the real thing? It's going to be the end of universal life. How come they are actually facing in the US like this and yet in Singapore you are still starting to try to sell me a UL? Do you know how to handle that? That's the reason why you need to know <laughs> the macro and micro and the zero effect. There's a lot of cases drop off that is sold by the RM and they have came to me for help. Because customer is very scared of this zero effect and a lot of RM don't dare to go into the explanation of this zero effect. And I have actively been helping a lot of RM to save back all the case, 100%. And because of the macro and micro estimation. 
right? So I'll put a lot of time to explain this thing on the day two. All right, spoon feed. Why do I need to spoon feed? This is a valid concern. So in your impact 30, you will learn conversation and example points to share and collaborate the conversation. And then customers self-realize. It may not be spoon feed. It's a paradigm shift of the current scenario. Things are going in a different direction right now going forward. Maybe think again. Are there things that you need to do because the success is what you build, right? But your children might not be seeing that success going forward, right? So there are certain points that you need customers to agree with, but before they feel that, hey, yeah, it's not Sophie, yeah. right? So you want customers not to label as Sophie, you want customers to self-internalize, to label, hey, actually, I want to be more, right? So investment can do me better result, right? This, is it valid? Yes, it's valid. But a lot of customers also understand the risk that they are taking. But if the customer was shown a product first and yet give you this objection, and yet you try to counter the objection, they will not see that way. Uh, they will see definitely see it this way. Alright. So how can you make use of collaborative conversation to let customers know that hey, investment is good? Investment is only falling into few asset classes. But if I show you an idea whereby when you look at the whole portfolio perspective, certain elements need to be there. Example, insurance. I let you see the brief planning and without planning. You see it for yourself. When you have certain expectation on the return of 12%, 15% per annum, who has that control? Mr. Tan, you have that control. If your investor is able to earn you 8%, why are not, where are you not exiting? Oh, because I want to wait to go up to 50%, right? Because you want, you monitor. But what happens when one person is being pulled out of the whole equation? How will the whole portfolio look like? Who is the next person who take over the decision making? It can be another situation. And it may be so off at a different intention already. Eh? So what is the impact to your portfolio? You also want to protect your portfolio, right? And that's exactly why I agree with you, investment will you better, but it needs time. And you need to make a good judgment call to exit then you realize that real gain. But what happens if you are no longer there to make the decision? If an investor can you you 50%, it can drop 50% as well. And it needs to show true examples so that they self-realize. This one will be shared with you uh, later. Alright, and my children are all grown up and they are financially stable. And that's exactly why chain back to why do I need to do more? Right? Agree? It's all more towards the feeling, the heart. That's why that conversation at the front is very important. Understand everyone? Okay, so that's why a lot of objections can be cleared. Alright, but if we don't put an effort at the front, we will need to handle a lot of objections at the back. Alright? Okay, so that's why, think through again, right? Today, if I'm going to pitch a 1 million sum machine, and today, if I'm going to pitch a 5 million sum machine, can you tell me why should I? Why? So you are the agent, uh, advisor, pitching me 5 million, uh? why? Oh, because Andrew, you have a home loan, and the home loan with an outstanding liability of that uh, three million. 
It's important to protect this loan, right? Just in case if anything were to go wrong, right? You want the roof over their head, right? Correct? Agree? Agree or agree? Advisor, have you bothered to check with me how much funds do I have? I have 8 million seated in Brian Do I care about the 3 million? I still have other funds seated in other areas, right? Maybe the loan is not important, I can clear it at one go. <laughs> how? So what other things that you can fall on? Oh yeah, nothing really, right? So why do I need to do more? And just for your information, eh, you know that liability for all issues company uh, most of the time, right? When you try to do a justification of uh, submission, if the submission gets too large, alright, there's a certain underwriting criteria, right? In your underwriting guide, there will be this one portion, right? Uh, if customer is not using based on income to justify, they are using based on net worth to justify your submission, right? Net worth is actually looking at 30% of individual. Uh, uh, network, which is asset minus liability. So if you're going to put your story, oh, Mr. Andrew Mark uh, has a liability of 3 million, and that's the reason why I propose 3 million sum assured to offset this liability. I can tell you, there can be times your <laughs> application will be thrown out, uh, because it's based on network situation. Network itself is excluding liability. You are not able to use liability to justify the UL sum assured. You understand what I'm going Right? So that's why, that's why, right? Um, why, why network itself is not, uh, why liability, uh, okay, some insurance companies, even cash, they don't uh, use it to justify it. Cash. Why is that so? Today I have 100 million cash. Alright? I want to propose Andrew 5 million. So underwriter, because of uh, dying at the wrong timing, all right, this uh, Andrew's family will have suffered an impact. All right, so that's why with a network of uh, maybe uh, 100 million, with that I want to propose Andrew to take up just a 5 million subject. How would the underwriter see it? Based on network method at 30%. They will see it this way. Eh? Is that financial impact to Andrew Mark's estate for the family? Do they 100 million in cash? Upon alive, it's still 100 million. Upon death, it is still 100 million. There is no financial impact to the family. On top of that, many issues company underwriters are also wary about AML issue. All right, this becomes a trigger point as well. So that's why if customers holding a lot of cash and you are using cash to justify, it's pretty hard. Typically, when you do a calculation, I will put all the cash aside first. If by no way I need to appeal to the underwriter, sometimes they will, sometimes I don't call, don't call me, uh, sometimes because they need the business, they instead of recognizing the cash at 30%, they might recognize the cash at maybe 5 or 10% to justify it. Which in day two, I will teach you how to justify it. So that you know when you go and spend so much time in this customer, you also need to know how much to quote. Don't overly quote or don't under, under quote. You need to know that that quote that is more applicable to a customer because when you try to sell a 10 million and customer agree with 10 million and you go back, sorry Mr. Tan, I can only sell you 1 million. Alright, sometimes the customer will fail. I am only interested in the 10 million and you told me that you can, I can buy 10 million and now you're telling me that I am not worth 10 million. 
it becomes a you need you know, you need to firefight before you can close the case. <laughs> a lot of expectation goes the other way. Alright? So that's why at the end of the day, it's important to know the why. Alright? Do why do I need to leave so much behind? Do I have a money problem? Do my family members do have, have a money problem? Future? Maybe it's not a money problem. Is there one problem to conclude that I need to plan for legacy? Is it just a loan outstanding? May not be. That's why you need a lot of ammunition in the back to form your story that is relevant to the customer. Okay? And is the subject focused really on money? That first exercise we have done already, you all get to see. Alright? So, because everyone are different, individual needs are different, family circumstances are different, belief system, values, feelings, relationship, financial assets helps are different. That's why there is no one size fits all pitch. I rather that you get to know the customer better, formulate that story, customize to the customer point, they will actually absorb even better because it is relevant to what their story is all about. Okay? So that's why important to ask people questions. Right? Now, <coughs> legacy planning is a financial strategy. It is a financial strategy that prepares a person to bequeath his or her heart's assets according to their wishes. Alright? But Take note, all right? It is more towards the survival, all right? The survival, circumstances change. Have you thought about this thing that can go this way, all right? Scenario base, okay? So, legacy planning. If I'm a simple layman client, all right? Current financial or simple wish, simple like everyone speak equally uh, No fight lah, all right? Easy lah. But when you talk about future challenges, estate pitfalls. He had a chit chat with the client, they start to rethink. Hey, you've got a point there. Hey, this thing I have not thought about it. Or maybe there are some things that I, already, I have thought about it, I just haven't told anyone. But now you realize this point, hey, we start to collaborate together. I start to rethink. Alright? That's why that conversation opens up a lot of possibilities. Alright? So, this one I think is self explanatory. Eh? Legacy planning is not just for the richest. Eh? Legacy planning is also for the, the average as well, alright, or the poor's, alright, why? The product, the end solution that you are going to go to for this course is actually more towards the high net worth product, but however, does it mean that you shouldn't look at your customer who are those non-high net worth? You still have your term policies to help these group of people, and they need help, alright, because they are in their own fields of, um, they have no time to actually know so many things, so that's why you bring your knowledge to them. Right? So that's why only if they feel that it's important, they understand it correctly, they will start to open up their, their, their wallet or their purse to commit to something. Alright? So it is for everyone. Right? So this is a common myth. Right? I've done a review two years ago. I have done legacy planning. But my question is, is legacy planning all about just writing? We will think it's only about what is your intent, all right? On this pool of money, these assets, what about your elderly parents, your minors, all right? But that is only the arrangement part. Have you considered about the asset planning part? Satan, I always say asset planning and arrangement planning is equal to your intended provision. Whatever that you know is just one out of ten of the arrangement part. Alright, but have you considered other part of uh, apart from root planning? Have you considered about asset planning that can go wrong as well? Right. So you prepare, and you you want to slice it into two parts. 
so that objection when they raise up at the back, genuine objection when they raise up at the back, they won't be cluttered together. Wow, I've done my review already. Everything just cluttered together, right? You realize that it's very difficult to talk about. Wow, don't need to leave so much money behind. Spoon feed, uh. Yeah, I give you an example. Today you try to propose me a UL, inject 5 million liquidity into my estate so that you are able to actually have an equal distribution for the family so that you won't fight. So, is that, does the UL solve the problem? Does UL solve inequitable distribution problem? Does it solve? Answer is no. You are making it worse. You are purely injecting liquidity, more money, 5 million cash into the estate. Everyone knows about, wow, so much money. Everyone will start to chase after the money. Also. So, is UL solving the estate equalization problem? No. That's why arrangement is important. You need a tight rules to it, right? Ah, so, Mr. Tan, today even you never do any UL. You never buy any insurance. You never do any arrangement. You are also spoon feeding your children. Agree? Because you set it free. Let them. <laughs> Alright. So, do you know that there are arrangements that you are able to do to control the money? How is it being distributed? That can be done through arrangement planning. Now, we address the problem lies with arrangement planning, not on asset planning. Huh? Asset planning represents another challenge as well. Huh? That's what I need to tell you. Today, by buying another UL of a 10 million sum shirt, inject 10 million cash into your estate. What can you do with the money to solve certain things? So that UL doesn't, doesn't spoon your children. It is your arrangement that you, how you use the money subsequently, that actually caused that spoon feed. So that's the reason why I need to draw the line so clear. So don't blame my UL for spoon feeding your children. It's more towards the arranged part that you can do as a customer. You understand what I'm trying try to say? Eh? If you never put a clear line over here to go through the thinking process for the customer, right? Do you put the two things in your It's you else. Why do I need to spoon feed my children? Right. So you have to put it apart. So that's why asset planning and arranged planning is important. Okay, that's the reason why you need to find more points to talk about. So later part, uh, that's why we will explore that. Alright? So, that's why, and sometimes it's not easy, eh? alright, today I'm standing here, and you are standing here. You, uh, many of you are looking so young, and imagine, eh, you are speaking to clan who are in their 40 plus, they are doing so well, they are yaya papaya. <laughs> I met one that is super yaya papaya, and make the RN for <laughs> what in the appointment, eh? Right, and it is so scary until right that I also thought, uh, <laughs> right, Shiva, because they feel that they are up there. I made for this, I am, I already have 50 million in the world. Why should I listen to you? Versus people who are very mature and successful, and are listening to a very young advisor, why should I be listening to you? So is there pictures or presentation skills that you need to learn? Why? Because customers that are so wealthy up there, who are they meeting? In terms of the same kind of uh, agents or advisors that are they meeting? Do you know that in private banks, 
they come in one group. In the bank that I work with, right, they bring along specialist one, specialist two, specialist three in appointment. Right? So sometimes I get to sit into appointments like, wow, it's a whole pop room, right? Wow, you will be banker, you will be banker, specialist one, specialist two, specialist three, then DBS banker, DBS banker bring along the specialist one, specialist two, wow, everyone go around. So everyone have a certain certain time frame to share what you want to talk about and it is open to the program. So my question to you is, when you go in to pitch the customer, how do you set yourself up? Whereby customer is listening to all the specialists in this segment. You understand where I'm coming from? Huh? So think through, are you using the same context of presentation when you normally present to anyone to this group of people? Right, it's another thing, all right? So, okay, what my client know, how to make money, how not to put money in user's instrument, what my customer wants to know, the later make money making trend and all these things, but what my client fear to know. I don't know every time, right, sometimes right, they only start to think through when they see negative news. They start to think through when something happens to their closest family members, all right? And there's one appointment that actually hits me uh, pretty hard, is this one appointment that I actually visited uh, Serangoon next uh, branch, that this senior RM told me, hey, Andrew, Andrew, there's this appointment, uh, all right, a big carrot working, and this carrot uh, is, uh, is actually falling in my portfolio, actually. I didn't get to meet this customer all this while. Hey, walk in and ask about universal policy, you know? Wow, I really accepted, I also accepted. Wow, a carrot walking, a uh, big bunny. Then we set the appointment, and we uh, RM bring me in. Wow, I think it's quite a good closure, right? It should be, right? And after asking the customer intent, customer intent told me, hey, it's very clear, right? Then with that, right, I go ahead to present the solution and all these things, everything present well. You know what customer mentioned at the back? Wow, Andrew, this product looks to be very good and it is like what I needed just right. I have a lot of money. When the customer replied this, I have a lot of money. I don't mind to put a lot of money inside. The, you can, I can sense the RNA, bling, everything goes, goes big. Uh. I also believe, right? When I bring out the application form to fill out, I can tell you, oh, oh, in my last 16 years of career, I have never filled an application form so tough until I took two, nearly two hours to fill out the application form. Health condition, oh, so much until like, you can you can feel that customer is going to die next month. <laughs> I've done so many UL in the past. I know which one you reject, which one can get through, all right? So, at the end of the day, I also need to manage expectation because RM, when there's a rejection, a, a clear rejection, it's not easy to handle the customer also because customer put so much hope into it already, I spend so much time on it. So I need to manage on the spot. You know what the customer tell me? Sometimes life is irony, uh. customer tell me this thing. Uh. I also know, uh, Andrew, you see from my health history over here, you see that we took the last two hours to feel all these things. I have a problem. I need you guys to solve. That's why when I have all this illness, I know my days are going to be numbered. That's the reason why I believe in insurance. I want to see how insurance is able to help me. Yeah, why I want to tell you this thing is because sometimes, sometimes right, in life, right, people choose to put priority over what I want, what I want, what I want to achieve, what I want. But only when they face this kind of situation urgency, then they start to think about insurance. Sometimes we need to start to, to wake up 
some customers to let them know in advance that what I see in my whole 16 years of uh, career that I meet so much many customers, I also learn through the experience. I also share with a lot of customers this kind of experience as well. That sets them thinking, actually, are you putting insurance as the last, last line of defense? If when you need insurance, insurance might not need you anymore. I show the question back to the customer. Mr. Tan, if today you are the underwriter and you are a gatekeeper to the insurance company, after looking through your own health history, would you take another The insurance company, if you need to appeal, can also appeal. You see, I have been filling out your application, but I never complain at all. I took two, two hours to fill out everything for you. I'm willing to try for you. I'm even willing to appeal for you. But if the outcome is a loading up to not table B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, if the underwriter wants to nicely reject you, they can put up to table J loading. Every table is a 25% increment. All right. Would you still take it? Right. But I can tell you many times it is a rejected uh, I want to also let you know. All right. That's why the customer also realized and he also agreed that actually underwriter is the gatekeeper and they need to protect the claim experience as well. All right. So I just want to share with you this example so that you also get to realize that uh, early in your career that actually we are doing a fantastic job. It's, to me, it's a very meaningful job that you're helping customers realize it early when you don't need insurance, the more that you need to put it in, in your portfolio. Okay? Okay, now we go into the grand opening towards legacy planning. And this presentation is important to me to many times while the clan and also to many times for me to go back to the same clan to sell and resell, sell and resell, sell and resell, sell and resell on the same customer. Alright? You need to set a strong start point so that customer knows that you need to be back to sell them another thing later part. It gives you a direct entry to the next environment. Okay, so what I do over here, Mr. Tan, all right, or Madam Tan, Madam Tay, all right, what I do over here, it is not just about an agent or an advisor. What I look into is more important to what I call as total wealth planning for my customer. Alright, so what is total wealth planning? And may, Mr. and Mr. you may know some parts of it already. I'm just putting everything together. Alright, so it falls into four quadrants over here. Alright, one it is to wealth protect, two is to wealth accumulate, three is to wealth preserve, <coughs> and four is to wealth distribute. Okay, so Mr. Tan, actually over, over the years, if we, we were to think through, right, we have been engaging the banks, all right, because we make use of our time. Today, I can see that you are mid-40s, all right. You, because of your ability, your skills, your knowledge, coupled with your experience, your network, and so, so your guts, all right, you earn, you trade off your time, to earn your active income. And your family live on a strong income year after year after year after. And this income, 
unknowingly goes into the bank. Alright? And into in, in different banks, maybe different banks will have different accounts, and you try to actually put it into retirement, building up a retirement for you and your spouse. Maybe you also want to build up for your children's education. Alright? You maybe want to buy your first or second or third property upgrades. Alright? Or maybe any other things. And many customers want to accumulate their wealth, not just through objective, they want to fasten it, accelerate, alright, wealth acceleration. And they don't mind to take some risk, don't mind to challenge some part of money, as well as make you a certain time to explore the market with some risk, because they want to speed up their wealth growth by putting their money into different asset class like investment, unit trust, bonds, and whatever thing, right? And they have certain expected returns that they want to meet in an X number of time duration. And that's why they monitor. And that's why in the earlier example, oh now right now you already gain five percent, you are not exiting because you have certain expectations before you uh, the point when you enter it, you enter this investment. And you want to monitor it to be in control. Mr Tan, do you also agree that some of these goal-based objectives, some can be compromised, some cannot be compromised. Alright? Which are the two that cannot be compromised? One, your kids' education. The other one is maybe your retirement, your spouse retirement. Alright? But Mr. Tan, noting that you put some money into different banks' account for that security and for that accessibility, right? Some customer also wants to make sure that they don't want to put too much into accelerate because the risk that they are taking as well. So there are some pool of money that they want to preserve, right, for themselves or even for the family. And it's also a fund that they can fall back on, right? That doesn't take up too much risk. Not much risk. But having said that, these four funds cannot just sit there and do nothing because this is one hard pool of lump sum cash that you want to preserve. Safety. Safety net. So, that's why, Mr. Tan, you also agree that $50 these days can't buy you much because things are getting more and more expensive. Alright? So, any instruments in the market, all right, that can yield you approximately around a 2% to a 3-ish percent per annum. Do you agree that it is a good preservation tool? This sentence is very important. This is what I call as set stage one. Why is it so important? Because when I take out my product out, whether it's RP or whole life or whatever, the yield is typically two to three each percent. And if you agree with this point, don't take out your sexy investment to say that my product is not attractive because it's of a different pot over here. Yeah, you want you want sexy high risk product, right? The next appointment I'll bring along a high risk product. I see you can stomach a lot. Uh, so, so that's why I purposely cut this thing out on this against this because don't use your other investment, your business to tell me this thing. This thing. 
By the way, your universal policy, the net yield to surrender, all right, in the 15, 20, 25 years, although the quoting rate is, how much is the quoting rate now? 4%, uh, customer is not earning 4%, uh, the net yield need to man off the cost first, uh, the cost of mortality and everything, the net yield is still falling in, in between the projection of 2 to 3-ish percent. Alright, it is not 4. Uh. Right, you see more through the macro and micro. Okay, so Mr. Tan, after going through from here to here, I have not talk about this one, I leave it to the last. Uh, you have actually grown uh, in terms of age really, right? At the end of the day, you also need to think for yourself and your family. Right? How can we distribute true strategies to make sense of our assets? Right? Distribute to who? Distribute to two parties. One, to our own self. Two, to our family, which is to our family. Right? To our own self, how much is enough? Why do we need to distribute to ourselves? Because we also need to retire. Is the pot over here enough? How much is enough? Do you know that there are three stages of retirement? I think you all went through the, the previous class, right? Three stages of retirement. And three stages might need different strategies to not just go this way, it might need to go this way or even go this way. Have you considered this scenario? If not, you thought that it's just, just one pool of money there, that strategy might not work very well for you in the future. Alright, so what safety net can you fall back on? That's why we need to talk about it someday. Yeah, who knows, you get to actually see a bigger perspective. Now you understand how you use the UOB product. Now you know how to use that uh, DBS product. Now you know how to use that OCBC product that they show you. Put into context. That also helps you to set stage to sell more within a retirement planning strategy. Uh, Mr. Tan, this part over here, whatever that you can expand during your lifetime is good. It's money spent on yourself. But sometimes we don't know when we are taking out of the entire equation. Can we time? We can't time. So whatever that we cannot expand during our lifetime will eventually go into our estate, which is ultimately to our family. Right? But do you know what is going to be left behind may not be what you intend for? Right? Is it done? Have you heard about stories that estate quarrels, siblings bring siblings to court? Right? My key question is, we use so much time to be wanting to be in control. Can there be situations whereby we lose control in life? Alright? And what are we looking so hard for? Is ultimately we want to be in control? for things in life like our family, we want them to go in certain direction that we want, that intention. That's why Mr. Tan, asset planning and aeration planning are two big giant over here to also explore. Maybe you only know one small part of it. Maybe in one of these days, I will tell you more about the uh, aeration planning and I will tell you more about the asset planning. They are all different. All right? That's why you want to keep everything intact to what you have built up over the last 20 years. Right. So Mr. Tan, this is the last part I have not talked talk about. Right. It's the protect part. Everything goes well because you have the time, you have the health, you have everything. 
But have you considered scenario like this? What happens upon that? What happens upon total permanent disability? What happens upon greater illness event? What happens everything that happens but mental incapacity happens? What happens when partial disability happens? What happens if you are seriously ill and you are hospitalized? I took out a lot of fees. Do you have enough so that you are given choices in life? If you never plan this thing, how will the rest react? When this one goes all the way down, do you want to exit at the point in time or do you want to be given options not to exit there are still other areas to fall back on? This and this connects. You have done this part well, but you have not done this well. You have done everything well except this part. It's still good. It's important to invest. But are you putting everything into here whereby you thought next year, next year you are able to retire but market is so choppy and it went all the way down. Maybe your dreams, everything goes down. Alright, so that's why this part is equally important. Have you, what strategies have you done to pull your money not this way, but also this way? Alright, what about this part? This part done well, this part done well, this part done well, but these two parts not done well. Alright, I'm too optimistic, but I didn't know that actually I outlive. The strategy only plans until 85. How? Do you know that for $2,000 a month, I think some of you might still remember, with an inflation rate at 3%, at the age of 40, and retire at 65 to the point of 85, alright, everything will be beautiful. But if I outlive from 85 to 90, with just 5 weeks extra expenses, 5 extra on the same expectation of 2 k per month at my 40 years old, huh? the total amount that I need to fork out to sustain just 5 years at an inflation rate at 3%, it cost me nearly half a million. Just 5 years, huh? So sometimes you have a lot of money, understand. But how more important is how you deploy the money into strategies to help you. Some money is to be lengthened this way, some money is to be lengthened this way. But a lot of us not only thought that it's this way only. So that's why as advisor it is important for us to let us know. These are strategies. Alright. So everything done well, this part is not done well. Alright. That's why it triggers a lot of concerns. Your estate value, you thought you are leaving behind 10 million. But after the transfer leakages that we come in, whatever that is transferred over is only seven million. And but because family fight against each other, the court with legal fees invested, what you leave there is only five million. Is that what you want to leave here? So, Mr. Dan, everything are connected to each other. Cross connected, cross connected, cross connected, cross connected. Why this one is connected to protection here? Would you want to leave one dollar for one dollar? Or would you want to leave one dollar for more dollars? Or would you want to leave one dollar here by just putting in 30 cents here? For things that are too far away, it's about that. Would you want to use your heart and savings and pocket for that that may or may not happen in the future? Are you deploying good instruments for the death matters? That's the reason why the insurance part over here is there to help you. That's why in this session, what I'll be covering over here is to look into your strategies and how you can better maximize your cash for things like this. So, you control how you want the appointment to go for this round. You control how your appointment is supposed to go for next round. So, this round, I'm going to talk about this part into this part. 
So Mr. Tan, after closing this appointment, right? So I will fix another appointment, or maybe two months later, we will talk into the other aspect of this part. Then after closing multiple appointments, right? Then we talk about investment vehicles. We will talk about other areas of provision as well. You are able to use the same sheet of paper to go back because you have opened up a array of importance really and customer agree with you. It's important. So I have your Asset planning plus arrangement planning. Uh, it is important to set stage over here, the AP plus AP, uh, because that actually helps to prevent customer from li from linking all sorts of objections into one. When it is linked to one, right, you realize it is very difficult to handle objection. You need to put it apart so that it would not be, oh, I don't need to spoon feed my children anymore. By not planning anything, you are also spoon feeding. So what, where is the problem? The pr problem about spoon feeding is the arrangement. So we will talk more about the origin part uh, later or tomorrow. IP, intended provision, your intended provision. Yeah, sometimes I also put this formula at the front. Uh, uh, everyone see here, right? Asset planning, in your view, uh, in your view, uh, asset planning plus arrangement planning is equal to intended provision. But before that, if I were drawing out on a piece of paper, I will put a plus in front, you. You, why or you? When you are alive and when you are out of the picture, the whole thing, the whole formula goes differently. When you put it down in front of a piece of paper, they can see very well. When I am around and I'm not around, it makes drastic difference. Alright? It loses control. Okay, everyone follow me? Can I? Sorry, what about the O? The P is called the O. What is it? Oh, others. Yeah, any other things. Yeah. So what I want to point to this point is certain certain objective and goal-based objective, right? Can be compromised, certain cannot be compromised. By hook, by crook, I need certain things, even if I'm not around anymore, to still fulfill because time is cut short for me. Alright? So are these goals fully filled or just half filled? What are the others, for example? It can be anything like bigger cash. It can be buying certain business or maybe anything. It can be anything, right? So that's why that's why I say that like certain goals can be compromised, certain goals cannot be compromised. But what is more important is compromise that you must point out is those important things that tie to your money the most, right? So that's why this is just to set stage for customer to see that hey, yeah, you are not just a one product seller. You are very neutral, you know your stuff very well, I'm willing to actually know, uh, know the entire context. I feel like, hey, actually, since I heard all my private bankers bring along specialists already, right, now I hear your, your whole pitch, right, hey, I start to say, hey, there is a direct distinction. I want to bring my whole family down, or, or maybe I invite you over to my, my gathering, right, and you do a presentation for us. And that really happens. Huh? The whole family from the Malaysian family are very big, textile company, bring the whole family down to the bank. Everyone set in the same setting. Uh, three to four year round close on the spot. The RM mouth smile until here. Uh, because it's suddenly bring one one appointment bring the RM to the top tier. Alright. So that's why you know they, they customer want to buy only if they understand the rationale and not just a one product thing. They want to see how the whole everything connects together. 
So that, that is what I realized that, hey, this actually opens up a lot of rooms, opens up to a lot of things that customers feel comfortable, and, they, and yet I'm able to go back and resell. Oh, Mr. Tan, last time we talked about this, and you also realized this is important, we have done this one already. Actually, there's one more thing that we want to also see, uh, to go, go into, right, which is also equally important, you also agree the other day. Right, so this is the part that we really need to put critical illness protection or any other things. It opens up to a lot of possibilities and closure. And you will you realize that it's easier for you to fix the next appointment as well because you have opened up a, 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 a menu. <laughs> the other areas you also realize is important. So maybe because of the time frame, I can only present to you one, one section like this, one syllabus, one module like this to you. So we will explore other syllabus which is not as urgent as the topic that we're going to talk to you. Right. So your agents will find it easier to, to go back to sell to customers as well. Okay. Uh, one thing that I need to tell you is that this is my model. I can't be you, you can't be me. You need to go and find your own model that you are comfortable to present that can bring up similar kind of effect or even better effect than this. All right. So think through. After presenting to you all these things, what is the end goal that I want to one customer to realize? Think through on your own. Huh? If you see the angle of what is the intention that I want to do this total planning, right? Then you start to know how to devise your own settings pitch like this. Okay, what's the now? Okay, now it's eleven fifty-seven. It's near to twelve. Uh, I shall break you all for lunch. All right. So let's be back by one. Alright, thank you so much for your attention, thank you.